0: Be your host as always, Jack. This week, Joe is out, so we got Swinny Poo taking his place. Thank you for coming on. Um, Manchester United fan, closet West Ham fan, if you ask me. Um, <laughs> but we're recording this directly after the Manchester United Arsenal game, which you could argue West Ham had some kind of say in. How are you feeling? Uh,
1: yeah, I am feeling things. Um... No, I mean, obviously it sucks, but, uh, you know, in the grand scheme of things, I think it's probably... It's one of those, uh, the best performance of the season. So in that way, I think it's good. I think we've been trending up in the right direction um, since the opening week, but, um, yeah, I mean... This is also one of those games where I just also, like... The XG is not telling you how close the game... Yeah, I mean, like, like, the last goal they get is who cares like you're just yeah. trying to push all your numbers up and whatever um i, I just yeah like I, I don't know i i thought I, I thought the var stuff was whatever like I, I didn't think it was a penalty so that that was the right decision and then look if they say it's off sides off sides i'll take that at its face um but like i really don't understand the rice goal like i don't think that should stand i don't I don't know if it was Saliba or if it was Gabriel um but he's just like bear hugging Evans and stopping him from getting out there and like I, I don't know like does it has to what does he have to do like actually fucking tackle him for that to um you know does that does that actually like is that what needs to happen for that to be called and um you know I, I don't really understand that uh to me that's like you, you just need to call it uh, and then the third one is, you know, it's a good goal from Arsenal, but, like, you know, you push up all your numbers because you're desperate trying to get an equaler, equalizer, and that's just what happens. So um, overall, I think actually, like, a good performance for United. I think anybody that's still concerned, like, oh, is Casemiro completely washed? Probably shouldn't think that after watching this game. Um, and, you know, uh, I think you got the nice cameo from Hoyland. Um, probably really, I mean, the goal that was chalked off for Garnacho. Um, he was really, really good in the build-up there. I thought when he came on, you could see he was really physical. Um, was it G- Gabriel was playing on the left, right?
0: Tonight? Yeah, on the left side yeah. of the thing. Yeah, yeah, so
1: he was three. like you could tell Gabriel was like not like going from Martial to him. It was a lot harder for him. He was able to back him down a few times um, and really like use his strength. And look, the kid is twenty, so he's not. I mean, this is obviously you're you're not buying him for what he is now, um, but even what he is now, I think is clearly a massive improvement over whatever we've had at striker over the last two plus seasons
0: yeah absolutely probably since i was gonna make a job probably since lukaku right you i mean it's guy. probably
1: like like the Martial had a couple he had a good season under the, the uh
0: the restart season he was crazy yeah
1: yeah he was really good that year but like since then he's just not been able to get it together and he's been hurt all the time now um but yeah like so you really are talking about like at least three years where you've had just bad striker play. Um, and yeah, you can already see like why what he can give you. Obviously, it's way too soon to be like, oh yeah, 100 percent gonna be a success, uh, but definitely a better chance of it than we've had for a while. So
0: yeah, I said it to you before we started that he he looks a lot bigger than I thought he was. Um, is even when he first came on, you mentioned him backing down Saliba. but he really got into his body immediately. He did not yeah. seem to like that at all, which is big for you guys because I think Ten Hag likes that when a striker can put their back into a center back and bring people into play.
1: Yeah, I mean he liked Holler, right? Holler is able to do that. Yeah. Um, he's definitely like I, I think obviously Veghorst couldn't do it, or at least he wasn't. He could do it, but that's all he could do. Like he couldn't actually. Yeah make anything else happen. Um but yeah, I mean you can definitely see like you, there was a chance um Marshall had one where he's shot and then the rebound went to rashford which got blocked, but like yeah. I was thinking in my head I'm like if that is Hoyland, he has a much better chance of scoring because it falls on his left. Like that's his natural foot. Yeah, he's left footed right, yeah. Yeah, so you can just kind of see like all right, there's stuff that you can kind of imagine um with him coming on and and like how he could fit in. So, uh, you know, and then on top of that, I, I also think like the best thing about this match today was um, whatever you lost. I understand that, but like we were super comfortable keeping the ball and playing around in the back for long parts of that game. And yeah. like that's where you just see Onana is going to be a massive improvement over Dea. Um, And like not just playing around in the back, but they like teams don't want to press him. Like they, they don't want to press him because they know that he's capable yeah, of just open them playing up. yeah so um like some of the long ball stuff i don't know what was going on there he was kind of like playing these aimless diagonals and i don't know it seemed like obviously there i imagine that maybe that was like somebody's supposed to be doing something there <laughs> and mm-hmm. he's like yeah. there they, they didn't but yeah like i i was honestly i was pretty very pretty encouraged by this game and like you know even i thought erickson played well but you can kind of see um or at least physically you can see like he obviously does not have the greatest uh,
0: mobility. Mount, um, how long is Mount out for? He's hurt, right?
1: Yeah, Mount's hurt. I, I don't know. So, like, they have this new thing. It's like they're like the Knicks now where they don't actually communicate <laughs> anything with yeah. injuries.
0: Um, I mean, a lot of football is like that where you kind of don't exactly know how long somebody's going to be out for unless it's Fabrizio yeah, it's just, it or a coach tells you.
1: Yeah, no, it's just been like really extreme this year now where they're like, it's always like this big fucking mystery. Like, uh, like I don't know. Who knows? So he, maybe weird. he's going to be back. Um, but yeah, like I think I would imagine, I think with Mount, maybe, I think he might be back after international break because he's missed the last two matches. So this would be like a month basically that he'd have out. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Martinez is the big one today. I don't know what happened with him, but he went down and then he just immediately came out of the match. He, and then, he looks
0: like he'll be fine.
1: Yeah and then Lindelof had something go on and he came off but he looked also looked like I don't know he he walked off but obviously I imagine if he he came off with like what it was like the 84th minute I yeah. imagine that if he's coming off then maybe it's not a long term serious thing but he definitely felt something now so yeah. um I mean look the best I mean the good thing is that probably now these guys will not go play international um during this yeah. this week um, but yeah, we like definitely need the break and, and need guys to get healthy, but like, you know, Emmerbat will be there, uh, after the break. And I think like him and Casemiro, you can kind of, cause Erickson obviously really, really good on the ball can, has a mm-hmm. good vision, good passing range. Uh, defensively, I actually thought he did really well today, but he's not generally good in that aspect. So like you can definitely imagine Casemiro and Emmerbat playing really well together and i'm actually pretty curious like look he bought mount for 55 million pound um so obviously that's a player he really really wanted i'm very curious to see what he does coming back from this break if both emmerbat and mount are fit because yeah like the midfield i mean again i know he lost and the xg doesn't look great but like the midfield today was if we had played Arsenal the first week of the season, we would have lost like six nothing because our midfield yeah. structure and just balance was so far off. Um, but you can just see like just because Erickson is more comfortable playing deeper and receiving the ball deeper and in those places where so like Casemiro isn't always so isolated, you can see how much better it's been in the last two matches in that sense, just ball progression, ball retention. Um, and you can definitely see like it's a lot easier to understand how Amarabat fits that versus like Mount. Whereas with, like with Mount, you're almost having, you need him to like
0: change his game. Like he needs to be. A yeah. Cause that's, that player. that's not who he is. And that's really not who Bruno is either.
1: Right. And I'm just, I, I actually still think Mount at that price is fine. Even if he's not a nailed on starting 11 player, because he can cover so many different positions. And yeah. We don't, I mean, look at our bench today. Our bench was, it was like garnacho is the only attacker and i guess hoyland but like that's different because we know he's going to start but like Mm garnacho is the only attacker today on the bench that you would have been like i think he can maybe give us something i don't know what happened to sancho i have no idea why he didn't travel he was not hurt last week yeah um so i have no idea maybe he needs another fucking mental break or something (laughs) um but like yeah i mean we desperately need goals from somewhere because rashford and bruno cannot just like do it all by themselves again this year it's just
0: not realistic it's not sustainable i mean hoyland uh, like he's bought to bring in some of those goals and mount too um but yeah i do think it's interesting what you guys are going to do in terms of your options with Amrabat, mount bruno erickson but i think it's obviously good to have options and B he'll probably do it based off the opposition and like what the game demands from his midfield but i also think that you know if you're playing a deep block and you're like, okay, like let's get Mount and Bruno out there. Cause we want to have like our forward players against this deep block. I don't actually think that that's what you want. Cause I feel yeah. like Mount and Bruno that almost suits a transition type game. more.
1: Yeah. Um, I think, well, so like Mount interesting to me because I actually think he can play. Um, I, I I think we can play or he can play. A possession game, but like, I think the
0: combination of him and Bruno, though, makes it weird.
1: Yeah, it is. It's, I think if he's going to play with Bruno, it's pretty obvious to me that one, you would maybe play them together as attacking eights if you're like chasing a game and you just need to take risks. Um, but I think generally speaking, it feels like he's gonna have to play on the right or play on the left or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. And again, like, I'm fine with that because if you look at the best teams in the world, 55 million pounds. I mean, this is, it sounds so insane to say this, but like 55 million pounds for a good squad rotation type piece who can cover multiple positions is normal. Like, that's not an insane yeah. thing. And again, like, our biggest issue last year was depth. I think the depth when we're actually healthy should be better, but it's still like, you know, you can tell like it's still got a ways to go. Um, and like, honestly, I just got to say this because. Whatever we probably don't need to talk about Manchester United too much more. Than yeah, this, but like, yeah, yeah. But like, I honestly thought the commentary today was insane, and like, I kind of think the entire standard that like Ten Hag is being judged on it seems so fucking out of whack. Like, they're I like, mean, oh.
0: especially over here on like NBC and stuff, it's so narrative based, it's gross.
1: Well, it's just weird. Whether it's like, it's like, oh, like you know, you look at Arsenal and then you look at United and. It just feels like one team has a much clearer idea of what they are. And it's like, yeah, well, I'd hope so because they're fucking five years into having Arteta and like <laughs> yeah. the a project. Yeah. And and like, yeah, you can keep saying like, oh, Ten Hag has spent so much money. He spent so much money. One, like every top club in the world now spends a lot of money.
0: So like it's what... United every have, English club spends a lot of money. Yeah.
1: Just period and, and, of the story. And, and what United have spent is not really to me like so out of whack with anybody else. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm like, oh my God, United have spent so much more than everybody else. It's just, I mean, the, Arsenal was the biggest spenders again this summer. Yeah. Um, and I think they were last summer too. Um, And and like, the other thing is too, when he took over, I mean, and this is just a fact, literally everybody, fans, fans of other teams, media people, whatever, were like, oh, like this entire squad, it needs a major overhaul. you know, you could bring in eight, nine, 10 players. And then it's like, it's like the Pikachu meme where it's like, yeah. oh my God, they're bringing They're in- doing
0: it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and, oh my, they haven't become a title team yet. And it's like, yeah, well, like the base you're starting from was not even close to that. So like, you we've talked about this, but I think the most important thing this year, top four, just get it again in the league, yeah. consolidate be like be a good team. Hopefully you can make like a decent run in the champions league. You know, if you get to like if you can get to the quarterfinals, that would be a good run, I think in the champions league for us. But like, um, the main thing is just solidifying ourselves in the league as a top four team. And then next summer is like, realistically, I mean, that was always going to be to me, the summer where if all things go well, that you would invest and invest like the pieces you're investing in should theoretically be pushing you into like, okay, now we are actually a title contender. Um, and, like, I mean, I guess my last thought on this game is that I'm, like, pretty unimpressed with Arsenal. And I it feels weird saying that because I thought last year their gulf between us was, especially in the second match at the Emirates, which we lost, like, it was 3-2, but they were so much better than us. Um, like, they just controlled the match for basically the entire time. And, like, to see that and then watching them today, like, like obviously, if you're an Arsenal fan, you should be happy about winning the match. But like, yeah. I would be very concerned about this team in terms of like this Havertz thing is a joke. He's terrible. Like he's awful. He's, yeah, makes it's, no it's, sense. it's
0: it's ridiculous that they allowed Arteta to spend that money on him.
1: Well, not just is, is it to spend the money on him, but like he's also insisting on using him as a midfielder. And he's, I mean, our first goal came from him. Like he turns yeah. the ball over. Ericsson plays Rashford in, and like. Um. Yeah, I mean, I thought that was that he, he's just such a bad player. I cannot believe the chance that he fluffed right the start of the yeah. match. Yeah, like, and and yeah. you
0: can see it with him too. It, every player in that Arsenal team, they move the ball quick. It's all it's crisp. Like I agree with you. Like they are not nearly as impressive as they were last year. They have a lot of other things to figure out. But each player in the team, they know what their job is. They're crisp and quick with the ball. They're all good technicians, and he. Gets on the ball. It looks like he has no idea what he's doing with it. He doesn't want to be out there and midfield. Um.
1: Yeah. No, he doesn't. Can I read this? This is. A read, yeah. This is a, yeah. So I, I mentioned Sancho wasn't in the in this in the squad today. Um. This is Ten Hag. This is his quote. Um. After the match, I guess he got asked why he wasn't picked on his performance on training. We didn't select him. You have to reach the level every day at Manchester United. You can make choices in the front line. So in this game, he wasn't selected.
0: Um, it's not good. Yeah, I. That is not a very good look. Yeah, it's especially considering the window just closed. It's like this guy. I mean, like not to pile on with the money so this is a guy you spent 70 million pounds when he's not making the squad it's crazy um well it's
1: it's also crazy like see this is the thing that i don't think there is an appreciation for is like like okay you can say whatever you want about Anthony. that's his buy he has to own that whatever yeah. good good or bad that's his guy um but like sancho was not his purchase that's a yeah. one that he inherited um and like he's like people like Maguire is not his buy. Like that's one yeah. he has to, he has to, he has to live with. And like, we are obviously having, like the, the, the amount we paid Sancho is insane. Like, I think he's on like 300 K a week or something. And then obviously Maguire um, for a defender, he's very highly paid. He's like 170. or something. He's like a that. clown.
0: He, yeah. He's
1: he right. And of and there. look, we took it like, he clearly, he's made it pretty, I think as obvious as it could be that he doesn't rate Maguire, especially. And yeah. like, Maguire chose to stay. He would not take less to leave. So, I that's his choice. That I understand that. Like, I'm never gonna be. Yeah, yeah. Somebody can for he taking wants, the but money. Th- but, <laughs> then the, but then the
0: thing becomes like, then why the fuck is he in the England squad? And with him and Calvin Phillips and Jordan Henderson, because like what you you said earlier that it's kind of nice that like some of these guys picked up Knox and now they'll just be able to hang out. Um, why am I forgetting the name of your training round? Carrington Road? Carrington. Yeah, like, and they'll be able to hang out and, like, get themselves right, yeah, which yeah. is also what's nice for us, like, about, like, Bowen and where prowse not getting picked, but it is frustrating seeing these guys not have their performances validated, I guess, by their national team.
1: Well, the Maguire
0: one is especially ridiculous because, like— He told them he has to play.
1: Right, and then he just keeps picking him, and it's like, well, then, what the hell? Like, like, you, yeah. like so now you're just full of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, look, I, I just think this is a big cleanup job. And part of the reason I was completely fine, like I thought they overpaid for Casemiro a bit, right? But like why I didn't people are like, oh, he's 30, like, holy shit. Like one, he is, yeah, he's older, but like this is a guy who apparently is like crazy about taking care of himself and like, yeah. yes, he starts the season off slowly, but like he's like a true professional, all that type of shit. Um, and then the other part is like, you need like, you need some type of, like, been there, done that veteran leader. And Varane is that sure, but, like, he doesn't – he's another guy. Anymore. Yeah, exactly. And, again, this is another guy that he inherited and that he just has to, like, make the best of a bad situation with. Yeah. Because, like, to, to – I'll give you, like, to Arsenal's credit, when they were – like, Arteta had to do a big cleanup job, too. To their credit, like, the Cronkies were willing to pay off certain players to just leave and just get off the books. They um, they're
0: about to buy out Pepe's contract.
1: Yeah, right. And so like United have not done that and that is not on Eric ten Hag, that is on the Glazers. And like Yeah. And and you can always people can always say like, "Oh, the Glazers spend so much money though. Like how can you blame them?" Well, it's like because of shit like this because like they first of all, you've appointed consistently bad people in positions of power. Yeah. To create this situation, and then the other part is like, like you aren't, you're, you're not, uh, you're, they're very unwilling ever to dip into their own into their own pockets that they've never done it, yeah, and don't. so like you have to do shit this year where like because of some FFP concerns and the, their unwillingness to put some money into the club themselves, you have to dip into next year's budget effectively already because you want to delay putting buying Amorbat. Yeah. So like it's nice that we got an option instead of an obligation. So that part is good. So you actually get like a trial run, I guess, with him this, mm-hmm. this summer or this whole year. But like it would have been much I mean he was gonna cost like 25 million euro. So we're we're basically paying you're paying extra, 35
0: million. Euro, yeah
1: yeah yeah we're paying an extra 10 million just because they can't afford to do the 25 this summer um so shit like that is just really really frustrating but to go back to arsenal like we can probably just end discussing this match on this but like i just am not i they don't look as good as they did last year and honestly they have not looked that good since like that sequence of comeback wins they had yeah it's been
0: a while it's been a while
1: like i did not think they looked I, like, like I think moments...
0: that the, the insistence with Martinelli is crazy. Um, why he is coming? They're walk, playing like, through yeah. him
1: so much. I, like he
0: it, he sees so much of the ball. He seems undroppable in Arteta's eyes. It's ridiculous to me. He was great but overperforming like every analytic set with his finishing last year, and now he's not really doing anything. He got zero joy out of Wamba's tackle today.
1: Yeah, it was. I, I, I'm sure you were watching on Peacock too. But like, if I like just listening to Lasso, be like, he's gushing about it. I'm like, all he all he's done is get corner kicks. That's all he's at, done. He's yeah, not at one, point, once.
0: one of the one of the announcers was like, it's been a real great battle between them today. It's like it's barely <laughs> even a battle.
1: Yeah, no, it's not. And actually, the, the it was really funny when they called the penalty at first because like, I think Juan dos was like dude, it's me. Like, I don't miss that challenge. Like,
0: yeah, 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 it doesn't happen
1: that it didn't happen. It was funny. But like, yeah, the the Martinelli thing is crazy. And I will also say, like, I, I was like, definitely, I've like definitely trolled about Sokka before, but generally last year I was like, okay, this kid might be like, you know, holy shit.
0: Mm -hmm. I was, I mean, he's taking a while to get going this year. Yeah,
1: He just has not looked good at the start of the year. He hasn't even looked explosive. Like, yeah. Dalo did not. He didn't give Dalo a, a single issue. He didn't anything. do
0: anything today.
1: Yeah, yeah, literally nothing. Like I, I, the entire match, he didn't was really run like,
0: at anybody. He just kind of kept coming inside and trying to play little passes, which is cool and all, but like didn't cause anybody any real issues. Feels
1: like him and Odegaard are like playing on top of each other right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, yeah, I think they have some stuff to figure out, and like, I, I mean, look, I, I still think Arsenal will be a top four team, but. Um, they need to make some real significant improvement if they're seriously going to challenge. City challenge, their because, title, yeah, yeah. I, it, it's just not clicking. And like, look, I, I mean, half of the problem here. I think, I, I would like to. I, I don't understand this inverted obsession that he has. Like, have to have an inverted fullback and then like playing. It's fine the- if
0: it's Zinchenko or Timber because they're right. great at it. It makes no sense to try and use number five out there. i don't understand that um but and then the other thing with them is the Havertz thing i think is ridiculous it's holding them back and then the game that they it was fulham that they drew yeah yeah why didn't he start in Kethia? i don't understand that but anyway i don't want to talk about arsenal anymore honestly good for them they can enjoy Declan rice
1: they missed jesus so much that was actually another hilarious thing that they said at the end of this broadcast I was like oh Maybe you can they see
0: much him. Jesus yeah. yeah oh they missed whatever, him so dude. much
1: and i'm like yeah dude they missed him so much that they went to shit when he got back last year
0: yeah like whatever <laughs> um but i actually thought when you were talking about how much money top clubs spend on like depth pieces and stuff like that i think that's really true for any club that has any ambition of competing in england because i was when you were saying that i was thinking about our squad we just spent 20 million on a center back who's effectively going to be cover for garrett and zuma never and Hmm. if one of those two gets benched for him that's a 30 million pound center back on the bench he he Um, was an arsenal
1: he was originally arsenal
0: yeah he was an arsenal kid yeah Yeah. apparently he was one of the best center backs in the Bundesliga last year so we'll see um i watched his highlights because i haven't watched him at Stickart, obviously i watched his highlights when he signed He's a joke. Like the way he plays is insane. There's like if he's like nutmegging people, he's like he looks like Declan Rice playing center back. It's crazy. Um I'm sure that Moyes isn't gonna let him nutmeg people in his own third, but we'll <laughs> see. Uh
1: yeah, that might be one that uh that, that Moyes uh Moyes will beat it out. Of him. Yeah, it tries to yeah. iron that out of his game.
0: Yeah. Uh but then especially I was thinking behind the striker, we have nows who cost us 25 million, then Rama cost us 30 million. Kudus just cost us 38 million piquetta 51 million Bowen 20 million like every like that's a like you imagine telling somebody like six years ago that's how much money West Ham would have spent just on attackers and that's the whole yeah. squad and then on top of that we were looking to loan to buy uh, a E for um, 35 million euros to play behind Antonio so it's It's just the way that the game is now, um, for better or for worse. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting thinking about that. Um, It's also funny that the best player that I listed there is probably the cheapest one, Mr. Jared Bowen, which is crazy (laughs) that he's not getting an England call-up. That actually really infuriates me because... Like, with War Prouse, like, whatever, he's new. Like, I want him to get his call up, and I love him. But, like, with Jared Bowen, it feels so personal when Southgate doesn't call him up. Because he didn't even do badly the first time he got called up. And then the second time he got called up, he didn't see the field. And granted, he had no business going to the World Cup last year. It wasn't good enough um, in the first half of the season. But, like, some of these guys getting in have a lot more leeway. And I understand they've done more for the team, whatever. But like, you can't pick Calvin Phillips. And he's like, well, I want to have two sixes in the squad. Like You're playing Ukraine in, like I don't know, is it Nations League or Europe, yeah. Euro qualifiers, whatever. Whatever, yeah. Is. I never know what that was. Yeah, they're playing Ukraine in the Nations League, and they're playing Scotland in a friendly. Like, you don't need to bring two true number sixes with you and Jordan Henderson because he can kind of play there. That was his reasoning on bringing those guys. Who cares, man? Like you bring yeah. Scotland in a friendly. Just give players caps who deserve them. But whatever, um, we're on ten points. We are above Arsenal, which is cool. Uh, what is it,
1: Arsenal? Oh, but you have a better goal difference.
0: Yeah, because okay. you know, it's just score more goals, better defensively, yeah. better all around team. <laughs> um, you know, I actually want to ask you what you think about this. Uh, so our fans. The last few games have continuously chanted, "Are you watching Declan Rice?" <laughs>
1: yes, I saw that.
0: Um, I mean, maybe I hope he is watching. Yeah, uh, I think he. I think he had to be watching on Friday.
1: Yeah, there's nothing else going on, right? Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think I think the Rice transfer is just like good
0: for everybody. It's good. It's good work. for everybody involved. But it's fun to act like we would assign these players, and that he betrayed us, and it's this whole thing.
1: Well, I mean, that's the thing. Is like I think. Rice is really good, um, but like, I, I I hate actually like rare good no new thing tweet uh, was was he said someone like you can be West Ham without rice like you don't need rice yeah no no I him. saw that yeah and that was actually like I was like yeah that's like a that's like a hundred percent the correct take whereas like 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 you can't keep a hundred million pound player because West Ham need to diversify like the yeah. the investment basically like so they i mean like you guys got alvarez you got kudus and you got um jwp yeah, yeah word out of that and like i mean i, I don't even know what the what was it, the fees well alvarez was like 35 right
0: alvarez was 32 rising to 35 war Prouse is like 27 to 30 and then kudus is like 34 to 38 or something yeah. like that
1: so you like basically got three players for one. Um and like functionally for West Ham is Edson Alvarez going to be as is he as good as Declan Rice? No. But functionally for West Ham like I don't
0: think He's the gap he's like been spectacular. He he's, right like
1: <laughs> Yeah, like I just I don't think the gap is is that big. Um especially just given like you're not going to be playing some dominant like possession style expansive game right so like the spaces he has to cover are smaller and he's less exposed than like rice is at arsenal so when you when your entire system is generally like covering like there's not as many gaps to begin with so you don't need a Declan Rice because you don't need the best DM in like the league, right? You well, need, yeah. yeah. You need you need a good DM, and then you can take that the the money and be like, okay, well now we can get an assist machine, right? Like, oh, we can get like James Ward Prowse, like the best set piece yeah. guy in the league. And I think also just like when you give him space to play the ball into, like he's got a good pass. He's been game. great. I,
0: I really, I really underestimated him. It's actually at this point, it's kind of a bit on every single podcast since he signed. I've apologized to him. <laughs> so it's just my apology to him again because he, he's a lot better than I gave him credit for. I, like, I really – because, like, it, just in my head, it was, like, I was, like, we're getting, like, a Mark Noble, like, in the Twilight years level athlete. Like, obviously he's not that. <laughs> but he – and he's such a good passer of the ball. He just uses it well. And the, that's the big thing about him and Alvarez is that it's always the right decision Yeah, with the ball. Um, and then with Kudus like signing a player like that, you're probably looking to make profit again. And he's somebody who fits us extremely well the way he plays. And it's almost like Moneyball, where it's like you replace Rice in the aggregate. So you replace his ball carrying with Kudus. You replace like intangibles and like sideways passing ability with James Ward Prowse. <laughs> and then you replace the ball winning with Alvarez. And now you kind of have him. Well, uh,
1: yeah, and I think I think Kudus too. Like he just gives you another dribbler.
0: Like you yeah, we, we we needed someone with pace who could run at people, right?
1: Because otherwise, it's just like, just it's just Bowen, really, right? Like I know Ben Rama's been he's been better yeah, this year I from what yeah, I've seen. Okay, I can't talk yeah. about that guy. He's been better this year from what I've seen, but like, you don't get the sense that like defenders are like oh shit,
0: because he's ben fat Rama's- now, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, I watched. I watched like his full, like a video of his full day. Where he, he was so skinny and like shifty and like would move in and out of space. He's just so chubby now, bro. which I understand is like he had to get bigger for the Premier League. But it's like you remember when like Mitch went from like 200 to 240, yeah, and then yeah. broke his foot and then he came back down to like 225 and it was fine. That's like where Ben Rom Ben Rom is at like 260 right now. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, like I, I think with um, and yeah, I mean, look, I I don't know, kudos. He, has he He can play on the left, right? But I know that's not his like, preferred. I,
0: I don't think he can play. I mean, like maybe we'll try him on the left. Um, I want to say, I mean, I didn't look at it, but I want to say Joe might have looked at his transfer market and was like, according to transfer market, he's never played on the left wing one time, which is, that, that, that was always my biggest question with the Kudus transfer is where it's like, okay, well, where is he going to play? That's why, like I said to you, I, I would try Bowen as a nine at some point because I really think that he has a lot to offer there and you can keep the Keta yeah. in the middle and then throw Kudus out on the right. It's just, um, it's
1: just hard when, like, Bowen's in this crazy form in to, like, that retain. right-wing position. Be like, okay, now play strike, right? And, well, and yeah, the season, well, yeah, that's why
0: we'll... Yeah, we'll and he'll and he'll get thrashed against football. City, and then he'll change it, is what'll happen.
1: Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting because, like, I just think the way you guys, you guys are set up, um, it kind of doesn't matter you're playing City in the sense of, like, you want to play in the counter. You want to yeah. like let
0: them have the ball. So We'll give them a game. Like cool. I actually have no doubts about that. We'll give them a game. And you know what? The other thing I was thinking about is how I'm coping two weeks in advance. They have to drop points at some point. They're not going to win 38 games.
1: They're not. Yeah, maybe not. We never know. Pep, Pep may have found the, the magic formula.
0: Yeah. And the alleged second best team in the league isn't going to take points off them because so, they own them.
1: Yeah, it's just I I also somehow like I don't even understand it. Like City didn't sign anybody that I think is like I know they got Gvardiol, but
0: they like, their midfield. Great. The, their I midfield think Doku is, gives them another option. Yeah,
1: but like their 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 midfield is worse somehow. And like even then, I'm just like yeah, I'd still think they're way better. Um,
0: yeah, the, yeah. The, like, mid, the midfield, I'm not crazy about at all. If they had got Piquetta, I'd be much more. Impressive, well, I mean,
1: right. this is the this is the thing is like you guys actually have some real competition now for places like like right wing right. If Bowen has a bad two three weeks, Kudos can can jump in there, Just right? And it, like man. yeah, and like if Antonio has a bad you know couple weeks, like you said, maybe Bowen goes, Bowen to, goes to the nine. top yeah. or you know the left the, like the left wing is the one position I'm kind of worried it's about. Gross,
0: and, it's gross yeah, out
1: there. That, that's definitely your weak spot. And then if you get any like string of injuries in the front and you start to vet like, Oh, get Danny Ings on. Like that's going to be rough. Yeah. But um, in midfield, you actually have real competition. And I think that was like, it, it was looking dicey there for a second after the yeah. Rice transfer. Yeah. And you were like, are They're we spooky. going to use money? Like it was, that yeah. gonna happen. Um, but now you have like, you know, you've got Suchek, Ward, Prowse, Kudus, Paqueta and alvarez and like that's five i mean obviously they're not all the same yeah but when you're picking three like you have actually got you can make real that options. work yeah you've got real options and so you know i i thought west ham did well with the money i wish they had been i wish they had gotten a little bit more business done because i i really think um this squad is like like a a fullback, a right back, especially would have helped a lot. And a left wing, a left winger or like a striker. One of those two positions I thought would have been really good because Antonio, like I know he's can be like, when he sucks, he really sucks. Um, (laughs) But like when he's good, he's actually amazing. And uh, he's also capable of like, like if you desperately need somebody to play the left, he can probably do a job there. Um, But like, like if you, you don't even have that option right now really because it's like you really were gonna put Ings up top, like yeah. No, because <laughs> that's what
0: I want to say about Ings is he's brought on Ings twice in games where we're like trying to see we're trying to see a game out, and he's brought him on twice, and both times we've like lost kind of the grip of the game a little bit. The first time was Bournemouth, and we completely let go of the rope, and they equalized. The second time was Luton Town. And it was like back and forth. And he did all right against, he was terrible against Bournemouth. He did all right. But the thing is he has to start trusting Mubama because you, David Moyes specifically like was like categorically, we will not loan you. Like we want you here. So it's like, if you want him to be a part of the squad and you know, I understand we scrambled for a striker the last five days of windows. Titan was in fucking Brazil and almost had a fee agreed with Corinthians or Yuri Alberto or whatever the hell. But they, they asked for a 40% sell on clause. You believe that?
1: That's crazy clause. Forty yeah. percent is a lot.
0: So that's why it fell apart. I'm pretty sure, but um, yeah. So now look, you don't get a striker, in this is like this kid's chance, really, because Antonio is not going to play every game. Ing sucks. That's the reality of it. At one point or another, enough is going to have to be enough. Um, and you know, Bowen can play there, which I'm completely fine with, especially with Kudus. Like you let Bowen play there and you get probably your three best attackers on the pitch altogether in places that they're generally comfortable. But Mubama <laughs> needs minutes, man. Can,
1: can I read the Arteta quote to you Yeah,
0: Havertz? Yeah.
1: I said to Havertz, things are hard at the beginning. When I met my wife at the beginning, it was hard to conquer. What the hell is he talking what? It was hard. It was hard. <laughs> I had to try and message her and go and go. And at the end, when she says... Yes, we can be together. It's beautiful. Like, what is this quote, man? Dude, he just also and said. That, not only is that
0: a quote. Yeah, yeah. First of all, yeah. So no wonder he's cool with five plan for him because <laughs> he's conquering his wife. That's insane. Um, but this is how he's coaching his players. This is the great coach Teta that all these players cannot gush about. He can't be telling Declan Rice things like that. That guy is a demon.
1: <laughs> him, and. The company had a good one yesterday, so like they were down 2 1, right? To top, yeah and, half. Yeah, yeah. and like, look, you're Burnley, just be realistic, like, you don't need to do anything crazy, right? At the halftime, at halftime, he changes his entire formation, starts playing with two wingbacks, and like they just get destroyed. They yeah, scored three I'm,
0: goals in the first 20 minutes of some yeah, and a half.
1: And, yeah. And I'm just like, like, you guys. These bald
0: managers, man, it's it's, nothing.
1: Stop trying to be Pep. Like you're not Pep. You don't need to be Pep. Like don't don't try. Don't don't even try it. I mean, at least
0: with company, company is learning. Like I get it. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's his first time in the top flight. It's fine. But Arteta's just like, dude. What? Like I just can't. This quote is crazy. He also had a quote the other day where he was like, that's him about the whole like Rubiales thing, and he he was like, oh, it's really sad to see. But like we don't know what happened or something like that. We I mean, or I didn't see it. He did he did like the whole like I didn't see it thing. You know, when they ask a manager, like, yeah, oh, what did you think about this penalty that went in your favor, but probably wasn't a penalty? And they're like, Oh, well, I didn't fucking see it, dude. So I don't yeah. know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's like, dude, you just maybe don't answer the question or just find a better answer.
0: So something funny about that was uh the word prowess penalty shout. I don't know if you saw it against Luton, but so they equalized, like, like take a minute. And like you know we it just all like falls apart we're like horrified they're putting pressure on whatever they get a corner it like kind of like flicks off of garrett's head or like doesn't flick off his head like just goes over him wordpress jumps he has his arm out like up by his head and it hits his arm it's it's a penalty if i'm being honest it's a penalty um but i think that Moyes genuinely didn't see it because they asked him about it in the press conference they're like oh like he, he might have gotten away with the penalty at the end. Like, what did you think about that? And he just goes, his face goes, like, white. And he goes, did we? <laughs> it's, yeah. Uh, but, like, yeah,
1: I mean, I think uh, I think West Ham are fine. And I'm happy that Areola is, like, playing now. Like, it's not this weird Yeah, he's a little with, shaky
0: recently, he but he, he, he'll get it together. I hope. Yeah,
1: and, like, also, just, like, dude, it's fine. If he's shaky, then you need to find that out like you need to just like live with it because fabianski is just not fucking it dude like he's, he's, not the, he's
0: and ariel is on way too much money a week to be sitting again this year like that's the other thing is like you gave the goalkeeper like a hundred thousand a week like you have to justify that at some yeah. point
1: well and it's also just like dude fabianski's been like a good servant to the club and all that shit but mm-hmm.
0: like,
1: like the time his time is over he's not he, he was not even an average keeper last year um and like if you're not an average keeper, then who cares? Like, like, that's fine. Just go, go with, go with the guy who's better. Um, but yeah, I think, I think Ariel, at least you're going to, you'll find out, right. He's either good enough or he won't be good enough. And now, and then you'll know. Um, but yeah, I'm like, I am pretty worried about the right back thing with Sufal. Like, Uh, I don't
0: really, I, I
1: like, I genuinely really like him. And that was a great little piece of business, but like, He's just he's,
0: played too many matches. He's hurt now, and, like, he gets – yeah. He's basically – he's completely burnt out. He – um, and if the other thing about him is, like, not only has he been burnt, he's had some injury problems recently where he, you know, he'll miss a month here or there. Just on the ball, it's not where it needs to be. It's, like, he gets the ball, he does the same little touch where he brings it into his path, and he turns the face forward. He looks around. He doesn't know what to do. And he chips the ball down the line. He's so lucky that Jared Bowen and Mikael Antonio play in front of him, because ninety percent of the players in this league, you're just giving the ball away. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's not. I don't know. I I also feel like he. What well, he's like twenty eight now, twenty like nine. 31. He's like thirty one. He's thirty one. Yeah. So like, I feel like when I watch him this year, and I, when I watched him even towards the end of last year, I felt like he was starting to make decisions with and without the ball that were being influenced by like him being very aware that he is at an athletic disadvantage now yeah, a lot yeah. of Premier League wingers. Yeah. And once you're in that position, like it it's dangerous because um like I mean I I were very vividly watched this with Gary Neville his last year at United. He literally quit after a match against <clears throat> West on Boxing Day. Um, but like you could, I'm not, he's and Kufal is no Did he really? He retired in the middle of the season, dude. It was, it was that bad though.
0: Like, he, he was just like,
1: <laughs> he, his quote, his quote after is. why like does pretty, Carragher
0: never bring that up? He brings up the Valencia stuff all the time, he was, never brings up him, just mailing dude. It. it was, it was, he can't, he can't talk about Neville as a player
1: because it's not really a comparison between them. Um, but, but like, yeah, he, he basically was just like, yeah, uh. That's it. I don't think anyone, <laughs> like I can't do it anymore. But like, I don't think Sufal is obviously anywhere. At, he's he's not there yet. Yeah. yeah. He's not yeah. done, but he is like feeling it. And, um, you know, it, it, it probably is going to hurt in the middle of the season when you're, you know, you're, you're going to be playing Europa and then you have the entire, like that December schedule into January is always brutal for every team. Like, I I'm very worried about that part of it but I think the gr- best thing for West Ham is getting these points on the board early and so like I, what did you guys end up with last year 40 points
0: something like that right 30, it was it was 37 38. something like
1: whatever it was yeah um but like I think you if you can get to like 20 by November. Yeah. Like October. if you can do it by like mid-October, then you'll yeah. be really like pretty comfortable and it will probably help you make a deeper cup run. Um and, and yeah. really you Well can the make other it... thing is
0: that you can yeah. bring you can bring pure air back into the mix at right back. But the the thing that skeeves me out is that if Moyes wants to try because he wants to be more tactically versatile, and that's like what all of the summer targets have told me. Like between like if it's like Kudus being able to play multiple positions or like Mavropanos, so you have another center back option. I mean, we were trying to get Kostic on deadline day to play wing back. Um,
1: the one that got away.
0: Yeah, twice. Um, but. The Has thing he even is, been is, playing?
1: In, he was, we went to you right?
0: No, yeah. So the team, the, play, the both teams and the player all wanted the move to happen on deadline day, and it doesn't happen. I, I don't understand that. But whatever. Um, like, it's cool. He would have been, I think he would have been really good for us, but it's fine. And he would have given us another option on the left instead of Said and them, but. Honestly, three left footers behind the striker kinda of gives me the ick, so it's fine. Um but in terms of right wing back, like Career's not gonna play wing back. Like Kufal at wing back, the athleticism isn't there. And then Ben Johnson has never been that great of a wing back in the first place, and it's I don't know what his deal is. He's gotta figure it he,
1: out. He needs to leave, man. He needs he I think need he, he doesn't need to he, leave. He he what is he? He's twenty one now? He's
0: yeah, still pretty young, right? Yeah, yeah, like he
1: he has not played a lot over the last couple of years. And this is like the time in your career you need to, be playing. to be playing. Um, he needs to get out. He should have left this summer. And and honestly, West Ham should have just sold him. That would have been a pure profit sell, yeah. also, right? He's an academy player. And it's obvious Moyes doesn't rate him. Like whether... Any- which
0: is weird because he did once upon a time. And I think he would have played more last year because he had a good game at the start of last year and then he got hurt. And then he at the same time around when he got hurt, Agar had gotten hurt earlier, so then we brought in Carrera, and then Carrera was preferred over him at right back, which is fair enough because he really the second half of last season. If we can get that Carrera playing right back, he's better than Kufal, in my opinion. Um, But now there's just too many bodies in front of him.
1: Yeah, and I—I mean, look, like again, whether he does rate him or whatever, like he's not playing him, so he needs to leave. He should probably leave in January. And like the thing that's good, that what's good about right back being like. Position of need is you can generally find good value there. I mean, what you guys got Sufal for what was like seven
0: million dollars, yeah. Like, money. you
1: can definitely, you can usually find functional dudes pretty easily. Um, like, I don't even we, we loaned in Regulon, who I don't think is particularly amazing or anything, but like, he has experience top level. We just got him on loan just because we needed to because, right, because we have yeah. so many injuries.
0: Um, well, because like, fullback could, is such a hard position to play, so I feel like once you have a fullback for an extended period of time. You kind of start to hate them, <laughs> like no matter who they are, because it's just such a hard position to play in the modern. Yeah, I mean, game.
1: well, uh, like
0: so, you always feel that like you can do better there.
1: Well, it's like back in the day when everybody's playing four four two, your outside mids are the ones that are like running the whole flank. But yeah. now with like how you know everybody's playing four three three or four two three one, and everybody's wingers are cutting inside, right? Like, so your fullbacks. Give you the width a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, and even if they're not giving you the width, they're like tucking into midfield, right? And like they're getting forward. They're very, very involved in both phases in a way they didn't used to be. So, like, yeah, fullback is probably the most physically demanding position outside of, you know, like central midfield. Yeah. But um, it's, yeah, it's brutal. And like, I, I think left back, you guys are okay, right? Because Emerson is there. Emerson and... is,
0: Emerson's been good. He, makes me nervous sometimes. But honestly he's been doing well recently. And then Crestwell stuck around, which is like whatever. He's a good passer of ball. He's and Creswell. He'll do whatever it is that he does. <laughs> um local local lad. Yeah. And then we'll uh probably sign two fullbacks next summer, honestly. So that I think he can get the work. I think, I think you guys should get one in January.
1: That's what I would say. Like, I think you need one in January because— I, I, I think he, we'll get to January,
0: and we'll yeah. all be crying for one, so.
1: Yeah. If he doesn't rate Johnson, then you definitely need one because it's like, yeah, Carr can do a job there. Souffal can do a job there. But, like, you obviously want better than can do a job there. Like, you want
0: guys. I think that Moyes views Carrera as a right-back more than as a center-back. And in the Premier League, I, I might agree with him. Okay. I think I, I think his best position is probably on the right in a back three. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, I can see that. Um, what was I going to say? This squad, the left wingers too. I think Fornals needs to get a chance because he's really like the end of last season and the beginning of the season. Every time he gets a chance to play, he plays well. And was now there, it's it's there like there it's like flipped. Yeah, there was and there is interest from Sevilla too. Um, well, the side thing like, is
1: interesting because the, the window's yeah. still open for them.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. Because I don't know what Because our squad is a little bloated. And the other thing, um, talking about left-wingers, guys who can play on the left for us, we still have a left-winger is about to join. Your old friend. Who? Jesse Lingard. Oh, God. Dude, it, dude, Moyes will revive his career again. He'll save his life again. He's just not not it um, i'm not, i'm gonna buy into him being back not not the way he was the first time but he could do a job for us right
1: yeah yeah i mean he's just gonna be a depth guy right like he's just gonna yeah do yeah you yeah know, yeah something he's just, across yeah. and he's like he's he can play different positions and he's,
0: right? he's he's also he's a homegrown guy is another thing yeah
1: and i think you know he he knows the club he understands what it means and all that stuff yeah so no
0: no yeah that's why he wants to come back apparently apparently he uh like a lot of the stuff coming out like through like our most reliable sources there's like he like regrets like his decision to go to forest like he thinks he made a mistake he doesn't want to end his uh, West Ham career, or he doesn't want to end his career in like bad blood with the West Ham fans. Like he wants to make things right and all this stuff. So it's like, yeah, man. Like, dude, just like, just yeah. say nobody else is like really interested. Yeah, just like nobody wants you, dude. It's like <laughs> David Moyes is the only guy who will give you a chance when you need it most, and that's yeah.
1: it. Um, but yeah, like I think, uh, I think they're Lingard's fine. You're gonna sign him for one year, and he either will. Not have he will explode. Left. Yeah, he'll either not have anything left or he'll play well. And either way, like if he sucks, well, it's just a year. If he's good, yeah, he's coming. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure out if we want to bring you back next summer if it makes sense or if you're going to do us again and then leave. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah, yeah, yeah. he's going go to go for us again. Yeah, so oh I, I think God. that's fine. But yeah, I think like honestly, looking at this team, I think they're pretty well stocked. And like, I think center back is good. I think central midfield is good. Um, I would say like. I know the Maguire thing didn't happen. I do feel like Maguire, like one more center back would be okay. But I think even with that, with what you have, you're, you're fine.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, I think especially the midfield, if Zuma can generally yeah, keep himself fit.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The midfield is solid. We talked about that. And I think your right wing is good. Like you're in a really good spot there. Strikers. You have
0: better right wingers than a lot of teams in this league.
1: Yeah, you have probably better right wingers than United do. Um, yeah, absolutely. And then your striker is... You know, we'll see. Antonio will yeah. be good for like three months, and then he'll probably then be terrible
0: for four yeah. months. and then yeah, he'll come yeah. back and score the winner in Dublin in the Europa League <laughs> final. And everybody will love him.
1: Uh, but like, I do think the fullbacks really just—it just feels like you need new blood there. It feels like you've had these guys for a little
0: bit. And, Dude, this is know. how we always operate with our fullbacks, though. It's every year. It's uh, these guys have been around forever. We need to get younger. We need something new and then you know every like two or three years we'll sign like an emerson and then it's just like
1: you need to it's all
0: stopgaps yeah masuaku man bring him back bring him home everybody (laughs) loves him now i think that this man base would have killed him at one point
1: (laughs) then he stopped playing and it's like oh i love this guy
0: yeah 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 and he scored the goal against chelsea and it's like all right man like signing off you go um yeah, I'm, I'm. honestly, I'm really intrigued to see how Mavropanos does because I don't know when he's gonna get his chance. Apparently, Lingard's gonna be signed before the City game. He might be on the bench. He can come in, and score a winner. Um, but yeah, it's really weird with Fornals because it used to be where Moyes was like Fornals is undroppable and like he can't like we can't drop him and like Ben Rama is unplayable and now Ben Rama is undroppable and Fornals he, he'll like you he talked about him in a press conference. He's like sometimes you watch. Pablo and we're like, what are you doing? And it's like, dude, he's so weird about players in his press conferences. Um But actually one thing I did want to say to you about Ben Rama is I saw someone compare him to Anthony and like the way that they play, and I actually really agree with that. In terms of like getting us up the pitch and that kind of thing. Yeah, and, like, I mean kind I don't being yeah. dog shit and not being able to be their man.
1: Yeah, I'm actually like kind of I think Anthony's actually been I think he's actually been good the last two weeks. I Like, I thought he was genuinely good today. Like, he didn't – obviously, he didn't create a goal or anything like that. But, like, I don't know how to put this. But, like, okay, so Bradford is our best attacker. He's definitely our most decisive attacker. Um, And that's great because we suck at scoring goals. Like, our end product has not been good. But general play, like, the general ability to hold possession – Keep it in the attacking third, combine all that type of stuff. That's not really what Rashford does well. And like, then you watch Anthony and you're like, okay, well, he doesn't score any goals, uh which is bad. But then you like, what? Yeah. But you watch him and you're like, okay, they actually are able to move the ball up the pitch on the right hand side. And he can like, he can actually receive the ball with his back to goal under pressure, which Rashford can't do at all. And like, he, he literally does everything well aside from, the thing of scoring goals and like yeah. maybe creating chances. I actually think he's been a little bit unfortunate with some of the, uh, like you bring in a guy that is like a high volume crosser and you've been having like martial as your striker, or
0: Rashford yeah. as a striker.
1: And I'm, I, I at least want to see him with Hoyland and I, I just, he was never worth what we paid, but I think like, and this is the thing that people have done. They did it with some McGuire too, right? Where it's like, okay, once you've paid the fee, it, it's done. So, like, I don't really understand the yeah. point of continuously Talking using. Yeah, like, it's done, so now what can he do? And um, I'm actually, like, kind of encouraged by what I've seen from Anthony in the last, I would say, two, three weeks. Um, and, and in general, like, I also just like that he, whatever his issues are in terms of, like, how he's playing as in the attacking third or anything like that, Um I like that his work rate is really good. I think he's, like, always pretty disciplined defensively. He's probably the best attacker we have in terms of pressing and understanding his different pressing triggers. Um, But, like, yeah, you obviously need – you're at Manchester United. Like, I can't just have you be a functional right wing. I need you to, like, actually be more decisive and and productive in the final third. So, like, this is a big season for him. But, um, yeah, like, Ben Rama, he's good at, like, all the stuff until you get – actually into the box. In the,
0: in right? the final
1: and third, then, yeah. Yeah. And then he then he's like, let me pass it back to James Ward-Prowse. <laughs> and James Ward-Prowse is like, I'm going to pass it sideways to whoever is there.
0: Yeah. And then <laughs> is going to do whatever he does and put his studs on the ball, roll it, <laughs> try and play, like, try and cut a through ball through like... And you know what? Actually, I wanted to mention this say with Ben Rama because that just reminded me. His off-the-ball movement because, like, yeah, his decision-making with the ball in the box is bad. Like, we know that. His off-the-ball movement in the box and, like, understanding where to be is fucking terrible. There was two times against Luton. There was one, Paquette and Bone like, worked it into the box. Bone cuts it back to Paquette. Should he shoot? Maybe. He's on, like, the corner of the six-yard box, and he just cuts it across because he sees Ben Rama start to run. Ben Rama just kind of stops and holds his position, and somebody runs across him and takes the ball. And then the other time is we're on the break, and Ward gets it. Picatta like runs across the front, takes both center backs with him, and Ben Rama doesn't fill the space behind him. He stays like wider. Ball gets played across Ben Rama, gets picked off, and it's, he does these little things all the time. Where it's just like, dude, like if you just give me a little bit more, like you're gonna score goals. And yeah, this is the thing. Like I wish Kudus was right footed. If Kudus was right footed, we would be. We're gonna win the league if he's right footed. Yes.
1: Uh yeah. I mean I do still feel like. It's it it, we just have to see how what how the squad manages once like the fixtures pick up because um I do think like the fourth and fifth position for that champions league stuff is gonna be available. Like again, like I watched Liverpool Oliver today and they won what 3 0? But like you watch them and you're like, man, any I mean they they
0: play like a really dog shit side, like one of the worst teams in the league, probably.
1: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but like but they just every time a team gets into the attacking third on them, you're just kind of like, I think might score here. Like,
0: Well, that's possibly. the thing is Liverpool are one of the teams that – like one of the big teams that I look at, and I'm like licking my lips about playing them. Like maybe not as much at Anfield, but at home, we could give them a real game. Manchester United, like I, it's more last year than this year, which, you know, I was right. Like we really took that game to you guys last year in April yeah, yeah. or May or whenever that was. Um, but that's another team in the top six where – I look at them, and I'm like, we could really beat them. Tottenham, obviously, have been great, but always look at Tottenham, and you think we can beat that team.
1: And and Tottenham have gotten pretty fortunate. Like, their schedule has been easy. And I I, I still think, like, our match against them was, like, it, it was so weird the way like, people were like, "Oh my God, Spurs absolutely dominated this match." And I'm no. like, "Like if we take our chances in the first half, like that's a totally different game." And nobody's talking about this team like, "Oh my God, are they better without Harry Kane?" Like I'm gonna let you in on a secret: you're not better without Harry Kane, um, <laughs> yeah. and that'll be yeah. very obvious by the end of the season. Like this is this is actually I think Spurs and West Ham I actually have the same exact concerns about them, where it's like it's awesome to get the points on the board now it's good that these dudes that you've bought and, and that have stayed are like in good form, but <clears throat> do you have enough goals in the team? Right. And like, I don't, I mean, I don't see Tottenham having enough goals in that team. Uh, and I, I worry about West Ham where it's like, we know, and like we talked about like, Antonio's like, yeah, he's going to look like Harry Kane for three months and then he's just going to die. And then yeah. like Bowen, I'm
0: not surprised. I, I, I think that we've done a good job because I think that that was one of our big concerns because last year, we really, for a team that's terrible, we didn't concede that many goals last year. I mean, we had like... No, you just couldn't score. ...results like the Newcastle 5-1, but we really just couldn't put the ball in the net. And I think, like, obviously we wanted a striker, but adding ward I mean, you can already see that. I mean, obviously he's not going to score an assist at this rate for the whole season, but he's had like 15 goals and assists the last three years for Southampton from midfield. And now he's playing with a better team. Uh, you had Kudus, who scored 18 and, goals in all competitions last and, year. And Bowen um, was always going to have a
1: better— He was always going to yeah. have a better season this year. That was, like, very, very obvious.
0: Um, <clears throat> it really does it come just, down to Antonio. And also, when Antonio hits that rut, how good is Mubama? Because, like, he's going to get his chance because Ings is going to do whatever it is that Ings does. It might get hurt. Like— Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then—and also just, like, how fast does Kudus— Hit the ground running, adapt, and all that type of stuff. Like immediately, if, yeah, yeah. If, if he yeah, if he does, <laughs> then then it, then you don't really have to be too worried about it because, you know, we're not talking about do you have the goals to win the league. It's like do you have the goals to finish, finish comfortably? Seven. Yeah, yeah. Top seven and make a nice Europa run. Like those are different levels of goals you need. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's actually interesting. If you had to, because. <laughs> I was thinking the other day and I was like, man, like fifth could be a Champions League spot. I was like, we could finish fifth. And I was like, "Like, let me slow down a little bit. But like, what is the ceiling for this team?
1: I think fifth, fourth, fifth. Like, I mean, it's not, you're saying ceiling. So you're talking about. Yeah. uh, Yeah.
0: yeah. Ceiling ceiling is like fourth,
1: fifth. Like, I I don't think they'll finish above, they're not going to finish above City, obviously. They're not going to finish above Arsenal.
0: I don't think imagine we did though. Imagine we mean, did
1: though. <laughs> I would be very happy. Uh, I don't think you'll finish above United or Probably Liverpool. Like, I don't think you'll finish Liverpool. above both. You won't finish above both, but I could see you finishing above one in like the right situation.
0: Yeah. I mean, not obviously both. things have to break our way.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Not, not both. So, like, I think that's
0: really where it's at. Uh,
1: I think you can definitely finish above Spurs. You know, um yeah. I, I don't I mean, I mean the like Villa's not gonna have the season they had
0: last they, year. They year. think that they're so much better than they are. I'm so sick of that shit. Yeah. And
1: then Leicester is they're not even in the fucking league. Um, <laughs> like what I mean what who Newcastle. Newcastle like I think they're in for like I think they might be one of these teams where it's like I think they Depends might pull, on the day that you get them. Well, I think they could pull you from last year, where it's that'd like, be very nice. Where it's like just a total shit show for, you know, until like January or something, and then finally it's like okay, no, it's a
0: shit show till March, April. Yeah,
1: whatever it is. Yeah, but like, and then you're like, okay, well, no, we're not actually gonna get relegated. Like, we're we're much better than that. Yeah, um, and they'll be fine. But like, it's kind of like the remember the season after Leicester won the league. And it was like, are dude, they that actually was... going to get relegated? Yeah, <laughs> like they it's... were. Dude, they were really bad. Yeah, they, they were, were really, really bad, bad for a long but time. It was, it was really funny because they were really bad in the league, but they made like a quarterfinal championship. Yeah, over. yeah, they beat Sevilla. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, every, every, all these small English clubs, we love beating Sevilla. And yeah, these nobody else Yeah, we can. Arsenal will beat them. All the small clubs. Correct,
1: uh, but yeah, I I think fourth, fifth is the ceiling, but realistically, like. Six seventh doesn't seem
0: that. That's what's crazy is that it doesn't it doesn't seem that crazy.
1: It, yeah, I don't think six or seventh is too crazy.
0: Um,
1: again, it'll be. Let's see how you guys look when you're playing Thursday Sunday.
0: That, that's what I was I was going to yeah. say the same thing. Is I think the big thing is how do we look once you know we have to get on a flight to Serbia, um, yeah. you know Wednesday and then come back Friday morning and then play Burnley on Sunday or whatever. Can you
1: can you do a, can you can you do it on a
0: cold night in Serbia. Central Europe? Yeah. yeah, yeah, we've done it a few times. Um, but uh, you know something interesting that I read that Moyes was talking about. Uh, I meant to bring this up earlier, but just kind of circling back to it with Rice leaving, he talked about how sometimes, and I think that Moyes, in a way, will enjoy that he's top dog now, where he doesn't have like he doesn't have like Rice wasn't equal. To an extent, to Moy's last year. Um, and I think that he'll enjoy the fact that it's his team. Like, it, will, he'll do whatever the hell he wants. And that, like, we're not going to play through Rice. We're going to play however, we're going to play through Saeed Ben Rama. Um, but uh, he talked about how when Rooney left Everton, he found it was easier to come back into just being Everton instead of being Wayne Rooney's Everton. And that now we can come back into just being West Ham instead of being Declan Rice's West Ham. Um, and he fin- they finished 17th, Rooney's last season at Everton. And they finished like fifth or sixth the next year. Uh, so uh, something to think about. It was 15 years ago. But it's longer than that, actually, probably. <laughs> but
1: Yeah, I mean, he's... Look, Moises. he knows the league. He's been around. I think he knows... He probably sensed that it was a good time to evolve after last season. I think yeah. like that that version of the team had kind of done everything it, it was stale. going to do. Yeah, yeah. it was gonna. Do, it, it had done everything it was gonna do. Um, so he's probably happy to work with like some new players and bring some new blood in, and also like you know I'm sure the locker room benefits from just like having a
0: new. Yeah, and I mean this eleven, <laughs> this starting eleven, even compared to the team that finished uh, sixth when Lingard was there, is so different. I mean the goalkeeper is different, the right backs the same, both center backs are different. The left back is different. The midfielders are different. The 10 is out of this world different. Um, and then you have Bowen and Ben and Fornals and Antonio. But like, it's a lot of squad turnover. I mean, I understand like there's always squad turnover over three years, but even that 2021-22 team that went to the Europa League semifinal, it's like we yeah. are a much different team than we were two years ago. And we had to be because we were always going to lose race at some point and then with the summer we had last year on top of bringing in a hundred million this summer, I would say overall, I don't know how anybody can complain about our business. I'm just saying that because there had been complaints about the business we did last year, but people say, Oh, like we brought in too many foreign players. Like we didn't really, you know, they're not like, they didn't settle, blah, blah, blah. And some of them didn't settle, but like when you really break it down, piquetta just took time to settle. He was great. Aguirre got injured. Carrera took time to settle. He was great. Emerson, everybody wants him to start a left-back. Like, who did we actually miss on? Kamaka? Right. Like, and it, like you're
1: going to miss. Like, that's just... Yeah. That's how, how it works. Like, you, 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 it's not... No team gets every transfer right. Like, even City doesn't, right? Like, that just... Again, that's how it works. I mean, so.
0: Stuyton gets every transfer right. But, like,
1: you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're just playing... It's a volume game, so, like, that's yeah. why stretching your budget is usually good um versus like gotta have this one guy at all costs but yeah i mean i think he's done a good job so far um would you have liked to see him bring in a a little bit more sure but i think every team always every fans every team's fans always think like we should have done more we should have done more uh but realistically like i think you guys had a very solid summer you know you brought in Two midfielders, you brought it in, or three midfielders, really, if you want to include Kudus as one. Um, and then you brought in a center back, you sold Rice for the fee that he should have been sold for. Um,
0: yeah.
1: and so, like, I think overall, you know, would you have yeah, another left winger, or another fullback? Sure, those would have been nice, but um. This, this was good. This was definitely Yeah.
0: And I think, positive. in a way, it's good for us because after we brought in so many new faces last summer, I think it's good for us to just have four new faces, like a very, like an amount that you can really live with and like stomach. Whereas last year, it was double that. Or it might have even been nine. No, I think it was just eight last summer. It wasn't nine. I don't remember. But whatever it was, bringing eight or nine new players last summer, and then it takes so much time for it to settle and all get gelled. I think it'll be good for us to have a little bit more continuity, especially because, you know, Alvarez and ward is an entirely different field. And they complement each other really well, but I'm sure there's going to be growing pains at some point, mm. and that's okay. Yep. Yeah. I agree. But yeah, I think that's good for today. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. And Joe cannot be relied upon, apparently. <laughs> no, I'm sure. He's, he's away this weekend. He he's living his it. best life. Yeah, he's celebrating Labor Day as a student. Um but yeah, thank you everybody for listening. Uh don't forget to follow the blog, uh, hammering dash away blog on Twitter. We are at hammering underscore away. Um Instagram is hammering away underscore and TikTok is hammering dot away. One day they will all be consolidated into one at. <laughs> but that day is not coming anytime soon. Um come back next week where we'll go over all the Transfer window stuff and the deadline day. We're gonna recap all that. You're coming back next week, Schwen?
1: Uh maybe. Who knows?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're free, definitely do that over the international break. Cause what else are we gonna talk about <laughs> over the international break? If we don't have anybody going away. I mean, we got the usual guys like Captain Alvarez, but no one fun to talk about playing for England anymore. That guy plays for Arsenal now. Um. Thank you, everybody, ooh, for listening. Ooh, ooh, hey. I just wanna rally in a ray, hey, ayy. Hey, shawty let me candle on her face, ayy. Hey, your my need, my need, a diamond ring, ayy. Hey, I just dropped the rally at the race, ayy. Hey, do not give a fuck about the place, ayy. Hey, money see it staggering in it, ayy. Hey, hey, money see it staggering in it, ayy. Hey, hey, I just wanna rally in a so ray. Pulling the, the day, can we be okay, got money to take? And my blood, now we looking straight, got for the cuffs. Get through the dust, cause you niggas ain't not working on yes But it's so good, cause it's oh, cool, cause you go with nothing to me. Stop talking to my i stop talking to my team. I hit you in the morning, right now I'm with the beast. This handy got me yawning, I drink it down to sleep. This me got me yawning, I drink it down to sleep. I-95, you gonna ride, you better slide Hop on the whip, better step on my side Cause it's how it vibes, your wave washin' my wave tie Don't trip, now you might slip slide Cause I drip sauce and I drip fly And I lean back when I win. I-95 on the way to infinity Fuck with my team, they fuck up my vicinity this shit going crazy, bumpin' on shit from Mass Miami Down the highway and I'm dressin' my Jamie's Went on the street, is a company in Dooley My nigga named Rico, he strapped with a chuli We blastin' the shots if you, actin' a fool Are you striving for perfection Don't you know you perfectly imperfect, nigga? You worth the nigga, I kick, flip, and I flip shit I'm a worst, man, nigga, you switch shit And i Will Smith them Western, niggas I'm a fresh prince, don't check it, nigga. I breathe deep, I'm testin', niggas Go check it, mate, it's nighttime and you were both today I might take your queen, but that was yesterday And I off your pawns, will leave your ass late, Cause I'm the realest king to I'm a black king, worried up to my black skin, and I run shit because I'm African. You don't gotta tell me I am the man.